0: Praise the Lord. When well, we say this is the day that the Lord has made and we've and so we're glad in it. And we were glad when they said unto us, let us go unto the house of the Lord. So welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Just uh, find your seats if you can still if you would like to get a cup of coffee or something in the back. Do it in reverence and quietness so we can start our meeting. But you're welcome to do so. So I'm going to open in prayer. So Father God, we just thank you and praise you. Ladies, ladies, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, thank you. you. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for this day that you have made. And we are rejoicing in it. And we're thankful, Lord, what you're going to do this day. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to do whatever you would want to do. We are so grateful for your faithfulness and your love upon us. That every time we come into your presence, that we are changed from glory to glory. Thank you, Lord, for strengthening us, for loving us, for the precious blood of Jesus that we plead over each and every one here and of those that are coming. And we give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well. <clears throat> I want to welcome each and every one of you. You are the sons and daughters of the Most High King. Hallelujah. You know? And if you, you're you going to be by the end of this day, okay, we'll give you that opportunity to enter into the kingdom. God is good all the time. Amen. All the time, God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. So we welcome all ministers here and all um, um, pastors and, uh, of course, our Miss Evangelist Betty we, and her dear assistant, as faithful assistant, Gina. We're so honored to have them here today. And uh, we are. Uh, if you're a first-time gift, uh, per, uh, guest, raise your hand. We have a little thank-you gift for coming up. And uh, let's see, Charlotte, are you back there, dear? We have a young lady here. And any others, if you're a first time guest, we'd like to bless you. Raise your hand high so she can see you. Keep it up, don't be shy. We're just sisters and brothers here sitting in our living room. (laughs) The living room of the Lord, just relaxing. And we wanna enjoy each other's company. Raise your hands, here we are. We got some first time gifts. We welcome you, we welcome you. I know we have some that are just visiting in the area, but those that are not, we welcome you back each and every time, because I can tell you, The Lord is faithful and he always meets us here. Though he's always with us, he is so gracious and faithful. Hallelujah. Praise be his holy name. So more coming and please come in and be welcome. Just find your seat, get you some coffee if you'd like, and we're going to begin. Since today is the national day of prayer, we're going to, hallelujah, we have Miss Pastor Tess, we love you girl. We're going to uh, do some Dutch sheets and Tim sheets declarations and yeah. prayers because we're going to cover this nation and take yeah. it back to the kingdom of God, right? So that's what we're going to begin on. I have a few that are going to be coming up as we, I call them, and they're going to uh, do their prayer as well. Let me go ahead and get a microphone ready. All right. Give me a minute to get this thing going. Aren't we grateful to the Lord for all these things and gives yes. us the technology to proclaim his name? Hallelujah, because we do want to lift up his name. So we have that for our speakers. Okay, but I'm going to read this as they have written this, okay? Since we are, and we are, in the position of victory, we're going to fight in the name of Jesus and authority of the blood of Jesus amen. that we're going to claim over this nation, amen? Because he has already won the victory, correct? Hallelujah so if you will join in agreement prayer as we agree, uh, decree and pray all these prayers we're going to decree the triumph of america in 2023 yeah. so let us pray together father god in the name of jesus we thank you for loving us and caring for our needs we thank you lord that you are good and your mercy endures forever father thank you for everything you did in 2022 and prior years but in the year 2023 we believe that we are going to see a new thing, yes, hallelujah. Yes, now it springs forth, so soul, yes. uh, so we see it, and we call it revival. Yes. Let the revival fires fall, hallelujah, In yes. the glory clouds. Thank you for what you are beginning and doing now and continuing to do. We thank you, Father, Lord God of heaven and earth that you are making all things new in the United States of America and in Israel. We lift up Israel and bless them in yes. Jesus' name right now. So we thank you that you are even now, as you speak, dethroning unrighteous leaders and establishing righteousness at all levels of government. We thank you that hidden things are being exposed and revealed and that you bring justice where there has not been any. Abba Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we speak over our nation. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let all those who hate him flee before him. Let the triumph of the righteous be manifested in the holy and precious name of Jesus. Let the resurrection power of God flow over this land, resurrecting hunger and passion and thirst and right for righteousness again. Let every state resound with the praises of our God and let the righteous shout for joy. Shout for joy, hallelujah, and the voice of victory. We thank you, Father of heaven and earth, that 2023 is the year in which the righteous shall be exalted. And that his name will be lifted up. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And we have humbled ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And that we will forever continue to do so. But God, your word says that the set time to favor us has come. So, Heavenly Father, we expect and are assured of your favor this year in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Miss Kathy. Miss Kathy. Come on up, honey. Come on up, babe. If you would. Thank you, Jesus. And right after Kathy, it would be Sandra. Then after Sandra, David. After David, it would be uh, Agnes, Rhonda, Cindy, and then David's going to...
1: Abba,
2: Father, We thank you that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong. Ecclesiastes 9.11. Appearances don't matter at all. Come on, come on. The only yeah. thing that matters is that you are fighting for us. Yeah. For greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world, yeah. First John 4 and 4. Yeah. You and you alone are the great vendor and conqueror yeah over all you have given us victory by the blood of Jesus and you enforce victory for your people the wicked may sometimes appear stronger than we are father but that is only an illusion not the truth so we thank you father lord of heaven and earth and god over of angel armies okay that in jesus name we are more than conquerors in jesus name we are more than conquerors we rejoice before you lord and we speak your word over every evil every (coughs) wicked one in america we speak your word over every wicked one in America. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Psalm 68, two. Praise be Okay,
0: Sandra, if you would, pass it
1: by time, if you would. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we just come to you and take the authority that you have given us when you died. Jesus, we are seated with you at the right hand of the Father. Lord, we thank you that you are right now rebuilding the ancient ruins and reestablishing the ancient paths. Specifically, you are restoring the sovereign legality of the Constitution in America. You are securing our borders against every unholy invader. You are restoring our judges as at the first. You can find that in Isaiah chapter one, verse 26. You are restoring godly wisdom to our people. You are teaching every person to distinguish the holy from the profane. You are awakening every person to love righteousness and to hate lawlessness. You are taking evil wokeness out of vogue and restoring common sense and your wisdom from above to our people. You are showing corporations the error of their ways and are bringing them back to simply Doing business righteously instead of being lobbying organizations for evil. We declare these things in the name of Jesus.
2: Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, um, David.
3: Thank you also, Father, that 2023 is the year in which we declare the following. Gender transition surgeries on minors shall become unthinkable and unacceptable in this country and in the world. Irrefutable scientific data will emerge to show that abortion and woke gender ideology is absolutely dangerous and false for all people. Abortion at any stage of pregnancy shall become unthinkable and unlawful and illegal in all 50 states of the United States. The gospels hail thunder from the pulpits of American churches. Christians will return to fellowship, the apostles' doctrine, prayer, and the breaking of bread, just like you prescribe In Acts chapter 2 Christians shall become such good stewards of your finances that we shall be known as the blessed and wealthy of the Lord revival shall break out on every street corner you shall thrust out laborers into the harvest field at an unprecedented rate opening doors to allow all who desire to serve you full-time and vocational ministry will be able to do so. Amen. Christian churches shall be crowded again with people desiring to hear the gospel. You will work with us as we proclaim your word and you will confirm your words with signs, wonders, and miracles of every kind. Our sons and daughters, husbands and wives, grandchildren and parents who are away from you will return back to you with fasting, weeping, and mourning. The righteous shall have favor and shall rule and reign over the wicked at every opportunity. Thank you, a Father. In Jesus' name, we declare all. Oh. This is my
0: wonderful husband. <laughs> Thank you, David. Okay, this is Mr.
1: Abba.
4: You're, you're. You're after Go ahead. Okay, Lord, we thank you also that 2023 is a year of prosperity, Amen. and we release our edicts in the name of I'm Jesus. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> 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 that our stock market haul rebound and do better than ever in every sector, including technology. That our economic markets shall stabilize that the interest rates will be controlled only by godly and righteous people yes. Yes. making godly decisions that are good for the American people. Amen. That our nation's budget shall be balanced. Yes. That the costs of goods shall be reduced and restored to normal. That our national be- debts haul be reduced or eliminated in a godly way. Yes. That unholy government spending will be stopped.
5: Amen. Jesus. Yes.
4: That small business owners shall prosper in everything to which they set their hands. Come on, come on, come on. That good jobs shall be available to every American,
6: yes. not AI. That
4: Americans shall return to work in droves and no longer shall there be any staffing issues or difficulties in our factories, stores, restaurants, and businesses. That our supply chain shall be freed and must flow without hindrance or blockage. In Jesus' name, we pray for those truckers' safety. That taxes will be reduced. That inflation shall cease. Amen. That the dollar shall regain its value, that retirement accounts will regain their value, that every American will prosper financially, and that the church will do its job in helping the poor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. The wealth is stored up for the righteous, hallelujah, for the kingdom of God. Okay, Rhonda, Rhonda. Glory to you. I just hold that mic up so everyone can hear that, so that she's as, a, as
7: a patriot of faith we attest our allegiance first and foremost to the kingdom of God and the great commission secondly we agree to be a wa- we agree to be watchmen over our nation concerning its people and their rights to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness yes. we the church are God's governing body on the earth we have been given legal power and authority from heaven Hallelujah. we are God's ambassadors and Praise spokespeople over the earth. Through the power of God, we are His world influences. Because of our covenant with God, we are equipped and dedicated by Him to destroy every attempted advance of the enemy. We decree that America's executive branch of government will honor God and defend the Constitution. We agree that our legislative branch, Congress, will write only laws that are righteous and constitutional. Yes. We agree that judicial system will issue rulings that are biblical and constitutional. Yes. We declare that we stand against wokeness, yes. the occult, yes. and every evil attempt yes. against our nation. Yes.
0: Hallelujah. Yes. We God.
7: declare that we now take back our God-given freedoms according to our Constitution. Yes. Yes. We declare that we take back the the influence of the local level in our communities. We decree that we take back and permanently control positions of influence and leadership in each of the seven mountains.
8: Media, business,
7: finances, family, education, politics, arts, entertainment, and we decree that over America. We decree that the blood of Jesus covers and protects our nation,
2: it protects
7: and separates us for God. We declare that our nation is energy independent. We declare that America is strong spiritually, financially, militarily, and technologically. We decree that evil carries no power, authority, or rights in our land, not over our people. We decree that we will operate in unity, going beyond denominational lines in order to accomplish the purposes of God for our nation. Amen. And we decree that America shall, shall be saved. saved. Hallelujah, hey, say that. decree that America it shall be saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Juha. Jesus. We know this country was founded on Judeo-Christian yes. principles. We know the truth, therefore, we stand for truth, and we will never be deceived, and we will never stop fighting. We will never, ever, ever give up or give in. We will take our country back. We will honor the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And America shall be
5: saved.
7: America
2: shall be
6: saved. come say amen. Amen. amen those who have desecrated our covenants with God must go amen. Amen. those who call evil good or good evil must go you cannot overrule us. us those who compete with God disregarding his words saying their ways are better you must go in Jesus name you will utterly and completely fail you will be replaced amen those who desecrate what is holy and what is sacred, you must go. Amen. Jesus. Those who distort the identity of who God is, you must go. We forbid you to rule over us. You will be replaced. Yes. Amen. Those who have polluted this nation with Baal's doctrine, be Athenema, become detested and replaced. Amen. Amen. Those weighed on G- God's scales, oh, and found wanting, you must go. The kingdom of heaven is against you. The angels of heaven are against you. We forbid you to do business among us. Amen. What was stolen from God's house and God's people will be returned sevenfold. Amen. And those who stole it will not lead us. Amen. Anyone who God says doesn't measure up must go. We forbid your rule. Amen. That means anyone who's unrepentant. God will snatch power from Baal leaders and give it to whom he chooses. Amen. Those who toasted Baal in departments and systems all over this nation will now see the writing on the wall once again. Enough, enough, enough. The hand of God will now interrupt your parties. Amen. Babbling confusion and panic is coming to bail leaders. That's right. Dominoes will fall, files will be found and opened. Exposed in evil, an avalanche Christ himself will start. Knees are about to knock as their wickedness is exposed. Amen. Amen. America will reconnect with its covenant roots. They will produce righteousness and exalt a nation again, and America Hallelujah. shall Hallelujah. be saved. Amen. Amen. America shall Hallelujah. be saved.
5: Hallelujah.
0: Okay, David.
5: <laughs>
3: Speaking of the Luciferian kingdom.
5: Yeah.
3: So, together as one in Him, Let's do it and speak in unity from the mountain of God. From where we are seated in Christ Jesus, at the right hand of the Father, the Lord God Almighty says, The time has come for the Luciferian kingdom to be shaken. We decree, let the great shaking of all who worship Lucifer begin. Your sorceries and sacrifices will not help you. Your protection is totally removed. Let the shaking of the Luciferian kingdom increase. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we declare all of these things forever and forever, and especially this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Glory to you, Lord. So we say, Father, we thank you that you are a reward of those that seek you. Therefore, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would reward us and seek us all these years. We seek you. We remind you of your word in Matthew, Matthew chapter 6, which says you will reward us openly when we pray and fast in secret. So we ask you to openly reward all those here, and we seal them with no backlash in the authority of the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus for the prayers uh, that they pray in their closet. So we ask you to openly award them individually and corporately and we thank you that it is all done this because your word cannot return void. Salvation belongs to the Lord, your blessings is upon your people and we thank you for might, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that this year we will be blessed and we will be saved and there will be a reset of your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And we we say amen and amen and in Him amen. So be it. And we give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. I wanted to, before I go on, thank you, uh, Lord, for sending the angels out from the north, the south, the east, and the west to accomplish that which we have decreed and declared today in authority in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. But um, I wanted to tell you a little bit about our blessed... Uh, blessing of um, evangelist Betty Jones to be sent with us today. You know, we do believe that the Lord opens the door and he's the one that sends those that he would have speak to you today. So the Lord has something very special and wonderful for you today and he's going to set us all free in Jesus' name. Amen in the blood of Jesus. And she has worked in the deliverance minister since the early 1970s as long with being a counselor and anointed with a prophetic voice. So we're going to hear the voice of the Lord through Miss Betty. And also, she comes to us from uh, San Angelo, Texas, correct, but originally from Victoria, did you not say, and traveled different, different cities from there. So she ministers to people to receive healing and deliverance in their lives in the power of the, uh, the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus. So we're really looking forward to, it. and we welcome her assistant again, Miss Gina, that's been faithful by her side to assist her. So right now we're going to go, uh, we're going to have the sounding of the shafar and we're going to enter into the, his gates with thanksgiving and praise, amen, and into his courts. And so if you will all rise and we will have Miss uh, Sandra here uh, come and bless us and leading us and we'll be thankful to him and bless his holy name because we are here to lift up the name of oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, amen. yeah,
1: thank you, Lord. Uh, Come against all unclean spirits that do not bow themselves to the name of Jesus Christ. Distraction right now in Jesus' name. We take authority over you and bind you and say, shut up in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you for the moving of your spirit. We have ears to hear what your spirit is saying, Lord. That's our desire, Lord. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, you have freedom to move here. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Joyce. Joyce. God, Jacobs
5: King of angels, Son of man,
1: voice of many waters, song of heaven's throne, louder than the thunder, make your glory known. We goes first Lord we praise We're the truth of praise Lord we go first Thank you Lord Jesus 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 Fear. Jesus, Jesus, you
5: make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus, breathe, call these bones
1: to live, call these lungs to see, once again, Lord, I will praise you. Jesus, Jesus. The silence spirit. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus. You silence fear, Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, Jesus,
5: Jesus.
1: Your name, your
5: name is a light that the shadows can't deny. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is alive. name. Jesus,
1: Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, it's silent fear. It's your name, Jesus.
5: Jesus. You the darkness. Jesus. Jesus. Your name, your name, your name, Jesus. It's a
1: light that the shadows can't deny. Jesus, your name, your name, your name, your name. Jesus, your name. Your name is alive. Your name is lifted high. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is alive. The shadows can't deny. Cannot be overcome. Your name, your name, Jesus. Your name is alive. Forever lifted high. Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is light Shadows. Your name cannot be overcome, Jesus, Jesus, is alive forever, lifted high. Your name cannot be overcome, my Jesus, my Jesus, 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 (laughs) you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, you silence.
5: Here is
1: Jesus, 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 your name is a light. Jesus, your name is high and lifted up, high and lifted up. Jesus, we magnify your name, we exalt your name. ki Jesus, Jesus, we bless your name. Jesus, the enemy trembles at your name. Lord, we speak your name, Jesus. Jesus Herding you in your sorrow, oh, ask not that move. You're healing. Too hard for you, Lord God. You're the God of impossibilities. Jesus, your name is high and lifted up. You said you would draw all men unto you if we lift your name high. Magnified one. We glory in your name, Lord. I just want
5: to
1: speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind. I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus
5: Every dark addiction starts to break Sparing
1: There is hope there is freedom I speak Jesus your name your name is power
5: your name is healing your name is
1: break every stronghold
5: break every
1: stronghold shine through the
5: Jesus, all anxiety has to bow to
1: the name of Jesus. All depression has to bow to the name of Jesus. Because his name is power. Your name
5: is power. Your name No, oh.
1: over every enemy, Jesus for my family, speak
5: the holy name of Jesus, your name, your name, your name
1: is power, your name is healing, your name is law, break every stone power your name is me to share those and he said every time you can so I'm going to share a couple of verses and it goes right along with the National Day of Prayer today Jesus in my city Jesus in my state Jesus in my nation it is not too late Holy Spirit come open up their eyes Holy Spirit, come, listen to our cries. Holy Spirit, come, soften up their hearts. Holy Spirit, come, we will do our part. Open blinded eyes, unstopped deaf ears. Lame men and women will leap like a deer. Angels, come work with us angels come and fight we will win the battle we fight with all our might jesus is our captain he is the lord of hosts he'll lead us into battle in his name we will boast we thank and praise you jesus for your great plans we thank and praise you jesus throughout the land we declare and we decree we celebrate with glee ringing in the new year for your plans in 2023 Hallelujah. hallelujah 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 we thank you lord jesus that we can speak your name in every situation you're in our cities you're in our states you're in our families you have a plan for this nation and you haven't stopped. We have one more worship song and let's enter into the holy place right now. Just you and me. Just you and me,
5: Lord.
1: Hallelujah. No one but you. Thank you, Lord. We speak light into our life. Why? the Lord of my soul. Spirit of the Living God. Welcome, Lord, we worship you. We worship you, In spirit and in truth, we worship you. Elo elo Glory, glory of Shula. your way. Spirit of the living God, we make a place for you. We welcome you. We welcome you. Have your way, have your way, have your way. Lord, we yield to your presence. We yield to your spirit. We yield to your anointing. Thank you, Lord, for giving us ears to hear. What your spirit is saying to this ecclesia in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
9: I come to you today a little battle weary, but I'm reminded by the Lord that the best defense is an offense. And 1 Corinthians 14, it says, Now, brethren, I come to you speaking in unknown tongues. How shall I, oh, I? Need my glasses. How shall I make it to your advantage, unless I speak to you either in revelation, which is disclosure of God's will for you, or in knowledge, or in prophecy, or in instruction? The angels releasing, or the Lord is releasing angels that are bringing scrolls to you. In Revelation, it says that. Only he is worthy to open the scrolls, those scrolls indeed, yes. But he's releasing scrolls to you, and you are worthy because Christ in you, right, has the ability to open those scrolls. Amen. And on those scrolls is revelation knowledge. And he's been showing me that that revelation knowledge is like walking on the water. Thank Lord. So that revelation knowledge is equated to peter walking on the water the revelation knowledge right is a supernatural endeavor it defies or overrides the natural to dictate your steps (laughs) so peter had to have revelation knowledge of who he was and who jesus was in order to have the power to walk on water, yeah. and He's given you that power through revelation knowledge, which yes. is coming on the scrolls. Mm. So be praying into what's being delivered to you on those scrolls. One of the things I felt in the spirit when the Lord gave me this a few days ago is that the judgments that have been ruled in heaven, based on your prayers and your intercession and and seeking the courts of heaven, a ruling on what you need a ruling on no, from heaven's that, no, courts. No, no, no. That's being released in those scrolls at this appointed time. Ooh, wow. Okay, so when the Lord gives us an
1: exhortation, he said that he's given us scrolls. Okay? So what are we going to do is receive it. We're going to open up our mouths. And say, I take, I take the scroll that you are giving me, that you are giving me and I'm going to eat it. Thank you for the revelation knowledge, Thank you for revelation that, you're knowledge that you're giving to me for my life for my life my family's life my family's life my city my city my state my state my nation my nation and this world and this world so we respond when the lord gives a word we have to respond yes. otherwise we yes. just sit there and oh yes. that was yes. good that was really good yes. just respond to it you yes. say yes, yes lord i take that yes. i take amen. that amen yes. amen
4: amen yes, lord. Yes, lord
5: thank
4: you lord and the lord says it's time to lay down your agenda I, I kept hearing this he, before tributes, he said anything. It's time to lay down your agenda, says the Lord. He says, in this moment, quiet your mind, quiet your thoughts, because even now, I see the wheels are turning. I see that the things that you want to accomplish, the things that you're thinking I have to do today, I have to do tomorrow, I have to do next week. And the Lord says, quiet your mind, and listen to my agenda for your life, says the Lord. Because there will come a day when no man will work, but my kingdom will work, says the Lord. As long as you listen to my agenda and my will for your life, kingdom work will go on, says the Lord. So listen to my agenda, lay down your will, Lay down your agenda and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit.
0: So we quieten ourselves and we wait on Him, and He is the one that's directing us to keep all this stuff down. And I thank you, Lord, that it is your agenda because that's all we want is your agenda. He can change our, any kind of agenda or anything that we do anytime. He is so welcomed here. And I know that it's on his agenda that at this time we prepare ourselves as we continue in our worship to receive the Lord's Supper. And doing that, uh, I have a uh, testimony of someone that has a dream. Uh, Chelsea, where are you, my dear? Chelsea, there she is. Here she comes. And as we do this, we are going to continue to um Listen to the voice of the Lord through dreams and visions. You know, he's given our youth dreams and visions and us and even in direction, just like when he speaks to us here. But this is going to help us start to prepare ourselves for receiving the
8: Lord. Hello, everyone. So last night I had a dream, even before even knowing what this meeting was about. Um, In the dream, I was with a group of people that I like to call them my little tribe. They follow me around. We were in a car, and uh, the the sky got black. And they were like, what's going on? So I turned around and I looked, and I saw a big mushroom uh, cloud, like an atomic bomb had just been dropped. And I was like, we got to get somewhere safe. So this friend was like, hey, I, I have a bunker. Let's go get in the bunker. But the enemy had already sealed off his bunker. And I was like, look, there's, there's like a little dip down underneath this bridge, we could go hide under there. And so we were hiding under there, and this guy showed up, and he started making a ruckus, making everything loud, and all of a sudden this drone showed up, and I was like, it's a drone. So we all started running. When I turned back, I saw the guy that was making the ruckus getting shot. There was an army that was going around gathering up everybody, and we were caught. Me and my group were caught, and we went to... um, Their base, they were taking us to their base, so we had to go over this big bridge. And when I looked into this water, I saw this huge, huge shark-looking creature that in my spirit I knew was Leviathan. And I was like, that thing's huge. And inside their camp, they had this little makeshift cafeteria without windows, and they were feeding people to feed to Leviathan. They were making them fat and then feeding them to Leviathan. So I texted a brother of Christ this morning about it, and I told him about it, and he said, I had a dream similar to that. He said, I I had a dream we were being led by these military members with guns by gunpoint through an army base, and there was this big, huge door that when we got to the door, it opened up, and a dragon came and ate people. So I told him what I noticed about my dream was that each one of us, uh, a friend's, but I'm sorry, I forgot a part of the dream. <laughs> uh, we saw a bus that wasn't working by the cafeteria, and another friend of mine was like, Hey, I know how <laughs> to fix that bus. Maybe we could use it to escape. And I was like, Cool. So he started working on it, and the people in the cafeteria was like looking, and I was like, Shhh, quiet. So they started to distract the guards so we could fix the bus to escape. And that's when I woke up. I don't remember anything else. But what I noticed in the dream was each one of us had something to contribute to the group. God will prepare us and surround us with the people that we need in our lives to overcome obstacles. That's why it's so important for the body of Christ to come together as one. A foot cannot do it alone. A hand cannot do it alone. We have to come together. You ever read the book of Acts and you're just like, why can they do these things and we can't? It's because we're not unified. <coughs> yeah. Our personal differences and things, they're, they're so in our face all the time, like who you vote for, which side of the spectrum you're on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, we're supposed to be unified in Christ. Come on,
5: come
8: on. You got a brother or sister that can fix pipes, you have a brother or sister that, that needs pipes fix it. you know, come go out. fix it for him. Yeah. you know? We all have something that we can contribute to one another. Amen. We need to stop being a divided church and Amen. come together. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. And I had her to share this because we're not afraid of both, we know that they're under our feet. You know, all power's been taken. He's been stripped. He's been stripped by uh, the keys of kingdom that was taken from him when Jesus was descended he to hell and stripped him, and he gave it to the church. But the way we can overcome, and no fear, we're not trying to do any fear here, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. But this invitation is, before we start taking the Lord's Supper, we want to prepare ourselves. This is a very holy remembrance of what the Lord Jesus, what Father God has done for us through our Lord Jesus, that he humbled himself, and that's what he asks of us, to humble ourselves. And to surrender to him because he is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way. There is no way to heaven, to the Father, anything, but it's to Jesus and the blood of Jesus. So I invite you, if anyone is in here, even if it's just but one, and I don't care if I'm speaking to the choir, we're going to do this every time. And we're going to give everyone an opportunity. If you have never asked the Lord Jesus into your life, this is the day of salvation for you. If you should take your last breath today, do you know for sure where you would be? Would you be going, being dragged away by demons into hell, screaming? Or would you be going by angels' hands to the presence of the Lord, glorifying your family, welcoming you, those there? You can become the family of God, and you can have that authority and that, that peace that Jesus has brought one for us already. It's just that we have to surrender. Now, sometimes we say, oh, I know Jesus. Yeah, we know him about him, but do you know him? He wants to know you. He loves you so much. And it's so easy. He makes it so easy. He already did it. He says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died for you, raised from the dead, the Father raised him. But just ask him to come into your life and forgive you of your sins. So that's what we're going to do. And even us that, are, that know and walk with the Lord every day, we just ask him to wash us in his blood. If there's anything that we have in us, Lord, take it out. Wash it. We go before the throne of grace and mercy and say if the accuser's there of accusing us of anything, we say guilty and we repent and say forgive me and wash me in the blood of Jesus. So right now we're going to say, Father God, we thank you for Jesus that you have sent to die in our place. And we confess that we believe that you sent him, that you raised him from the dead. And, Lord, that he, has, uh, he was buried and raised from the dead, and he sits at the right hand with you right now, Father God. So, Jesus, we ask you to wash us in your precious blood. We believe that you are the Son of God. And we ask you to come into our hearts, fill us with your spirit, seal us to the day of salvation. And thank you, Lord, for names that are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because those names are the ones that you're going to call and come after. And come, Lord Jesus, we're ready. But equip us now to do your work here on earth as it is in heaven. By the fire of the Holy Spirit. And Father, I just ask you to seal this prayer over each and every one of them. And set them on fire by your Holy Spirit. and the authority of the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. Because now we will be ready to uh, receive our Elements. If anyone doesn't have an element, raise your hand, and they will bring it to you. And I have Kathy Marsh, Miss Kathy Marsh, and uh, Charlotte Sleeper that's going to come up and uh, as we celebrate the elements together in Jesus' name. This one, be the one. you have your elements. Yeah.
10: Okay. So I felt like the Lord wanted me to um, just talk about forgiveness for a second and um, he reminded me of the scripture where Jesus said on the cross, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing and um, I felt like um, you know if Jesus can do that while they're killing him we can forgive he's in us, we can forgive You know, and so often we think, oh, I don't know if I can ever forgive that. It was so bad. We can. We can. And I'll give a quick testimony. Um, My dad, I have had, I don't know how to explain it, it's just been a very painful relationship with me and my father. And um, we didn't talk for periods of big periods of time, and I would try to reconcile, and it just was not possible no matter what I did. And it was just a real torment, you know. And I tried to forgive him, tried to forgive him, tried to forgive him. And it, he got sick, and he was in the hospital. And I just felt like the Lord said, you need to go. And I just set my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to show him the love of God. I'm going to forgive him. I'm going to make peace. And I'm going to pray and uh, help him, you know, know the message of salvation and God enabled me to do that. So if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I mean even with the, you know, the person maybe that's hardest to forgive in your life, you can do it. You can forgive.
0: And he came to the Lord.
10: Oh, and he I believe he did come to the Lord. He he squeezed my hand when I prayed for him and um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was I I just yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. He couldn't talk, but he squeezed my hand. So it's like I knew I knew he received so, amen. So, um, I just wanted to read um, 1 Corinthians eleven 23. <laughs> I'm on my tippy toes. Okay. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. So we're going to do that in just a minute, and Carolyn's going to tack on.
11: (laughs) Bear with me. Do you want me to
10: hold the microphone? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
11: I would bring the small print, wouldn't I? <laughs> room 26. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes. So if anyone eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily, that person is guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourselves before eating the bread and drinking from the cup for if you eat the bread and drink the cup unworthily not honoring the Lord the body of Christ you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself that is why many of you are weak and sick and some of you have even died and I'm going to share a tidbit years ago as a brand new Christian there was a conference going on at the church and I came and I brought my little one and I had to be in the overflow room and he was making lots of noise and I couldn't hear what the speaker was saying. It was Cory Tim Boone. do you know what I'm talking about? I wanted to hear it so bad. And we were taking communion and I took the communion. And that month was going through, boy, it was a rough month. When I came back the following moment, next time we did communion, the Lord stopped me. He said, Carolyn, I have been disciplining you this month. That's why it's been a rough month. You need to learn, you cannot do this, you have to be repented when you come to do the Lord's supper. It was a lesson that I learned very quickly and never repeated, Lord willing, another. So thank you, Lord. We give you the day. We thank you for this in Jesus' name, Amen. And so this is, you know, I didn't realize until I started researching this that some people can die because you're not being obedient, and submissive, and things. And that's, that's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. And i leave that with you. Lord bless you. Is there anything else?
10: And so we just want to take the bread together and do this in remembrance of Jesus and remember that his body was broken for our healing. So let's take the bread. we take the the wine and we just remember that he died for our sins and we thank him for the washing of what he did for us and the finished work on the cross thank you Jesus for the blood for all that it does for us and we'll never know how much it cost you, thank you Jesus Amen Yes, for the new covenant of the blood of
0: Jesus, we are so grateful now, Agnes, if you would like to come, and we're going to continue our worship with um, our offering.
4: Offering unto the Lord. I'm Agnes Schultz. I'm the vice president of finances, and I have I do the I get the privilege of doing the offering every month. And uh, as I was praying, God, you know, it's like. We go to meetings, we go to church, and we hear the words. We hear the sowing and the reaping, and we hear the scriptures. And I said, Lord, I want something fresh. I want something that will wake us up and keep us understanding why do we give our offerings? Why? What's the importance of doing it? You know. So um, the Lord was showing me the scripture about the man who. And y'all forgive me, I don't have the address because I was driving a bus when he talking to me. So. Um, but the Lord was showing me about the scripture who built, uh, had a grain silo, and you'll pro- probably remember it, and he, he decided he was going to tear it down and build a bigger one. Well, he tore that whole thing down, and that night, he died. The Lord said, you know, today it's required of you, your soul. <laughs> so he, here he is, he's building his own kingdom and not thinking of anybody else, but what he's thinking of for himself. And, and we kind of do the same thing with, we do that with savings. We do that with offerings. we do, we thinking about us, me and my four and no more, right? I mean, if we think about what we're going to even tithe, sometimes it's like, well, I think if I give this and I can go shopping later and get a new dress if I only give this much, if I give that much, And that's not what God's requiring of us. He's requiring us to be the kingdom. The kingdom of God lives in us, and we are that kingdom. And I've told y'all before, I've been with this aglow chapter for 30 years, okay? And some of the women in here know they've seen me for 30 years. We've been friends for 20, 30 years, okay? Why? Because this is good ground. This is the body of Christ. These are my sisters and brothers in Christ. And even if I don't see them for a week, a month, or a year, we connect just like that. I mean, it's like no time has passed because it's all in the Spirit. And, you know, everybody says, well, I can't go to the mission field. But you can send somebody through a glow. We send a glow, a tithe, every month. So when you give into this offering, you're giving into over 170 nations. This is part of your seed. It's going to the nations. It's going to the world. It's good ground. Amen? So, Lord, I just thank you. I'm going to pray. Lord, I ask you to just open our eyes to what you would have us to give. Lord, again, we're not going to follow our agenda, but we're going to follow your word to our spirits, your agenda, what you would have us to give. And Lord, we're believing back for increase in a glow. We're believing for increase in our lives. And we're believing that you are going to increase in us everywhere we go to give out all that you have for others. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And this is this is our giving pot, you ladies. Oh, praise <laughs> the Lord. That's cute, give giving pot. Put it in the well.
0: Put it in the well. Let the well come on and overflow. Overflow. Overflow blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Given it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall man give unto your bosom, for with the same measure that you meet with it shall be measured back to you. So the Lord is beginning to bring blessings, and blessings not only to you, but all to your children and your families, because that's their inheritance, that you have laid up for them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we bring the whole uh, whole tithe unto the storehouse. Of course, that is your church that you attend, uh, these are love gifts and love offerings unto the Lord, and he blesses it, and it's his pleasure to bless them, hallelujah, so as we move on, um, thank you Lord, as you bless the people as they come, I have uh, Miss Rosa, uh, if you would come, Miss Alma Rosa, and she is going to give us a testimony of the goodness of the Lord as he has ministered through Betty Jones Ministry, praise God, here we go, welcome.
12: Hi, my name is Rosa. Um, um, All I said was to Lorraine. She sent me a text message. She's like, we're having Betty Jones come to a glow. And I was like, yay, you know, God answered our prayers. Uh, uh, We drove, me and Isabel and Stephanie, we drove four hours uh, to go see Betty Jones. And we presented the book, her book, and some other resources to the pastor. And we said, Lord, uh, we're gonna step out in faith because what we felt that day, I want all my sisters and brothers in Christ to feel true freedom. And that only comes through the Holy Spirit. And so we presented the uh, the book and the information to Pastor Love, and we all prayed in agreement that the Lord will touch his heart and that the will of God will come to pass. And here we see uh, Miss Betty Jones, uh, glory to God. So um, I'm not gonna say too much, uh, but I, I grew up Catholic. Um, uh, one thing that I suffered a lot was uh, rejection, fear, uh, shyness, um, unworthy, not loved, uh, lonely. Um, I, I didn't know uh, if I believe in God, you know, I was always uh, double-minded. Um, one time I asked the Lord, Lord, I, you know my heart, because God knows my heart. I say, God, I want to serve you with my whole heart, but I just keep going back and forth. I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened? I see the scripture says that, that you know, there's miracles and wonders, mm-hmm. and you yes, touch, I need to wear that. you yes. know, Stop and you shall, be, you shall be healed. So and I'm like, but I don't see brittle. that Okay, this just uh, has a little clip. Like what's going and you on, just clip it up
7: near your voice. So I remember that
12: one problem that I had was unbelief. That, uh,
10: I was a lukewarm Christian. I kept going that, back and forth. And it's I prayed. And, the okay, Lord took and it's on. Now this has a little to, um, clip as well.
12: And you just clip it, it to The Lord took me to the scripture, up. Romans 6.16. And it says, uh, and this is the Amplified Bible. Do you not know that when you continually offer yourselves to someone to do his will, you are the slaves of the one whom you obey, either slaves of sin, which leads to death, or obedience, which leads to righteous standing, right standing with God. And I say, and at that time, my mind was always cloudy with fear. And I am like, Lord, I don't understand. Then the Lord allowed me to meet Stephanie and Isabel. And Isabel shared her testimony about deliverance. And I'm like, I don't know what's that. I'm a Christian, like, what's wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with me. And then the Lord kept reminding me about that scripture. And then, so then the Lord's like a slave, you know, like that's why you cannot be living a double life. Either you are all in, not perfect for you, either you're all in for me or you're not. So I said, okay. So Isabel invited me to uh, Orange Grove, four hours and, And she's like, and I'm gonna pray for you, Rosa, because I know that the devil's gonna try to stop you, but God's gonna do something. And the freedom that God gave me, I want, God, that for you too, because I see the hunger that you have for God. So I kid you not. I canceled, I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not gonna go. And then she's like, I knew that was gonna happen, but I don't care if you don't wanna go, we're gonna go kidnap you. And I'm like, okay, I said, okay, God, I don't know about this deliverance thing, I was just overthinking, the devil was just messing with my head, but anyways, I end up going, and I said, God, I'm gonna go by faith, we're going four hours, don't let me come back the same. And uh, I and uh, I remember we went. Uh, Betty did what she had to do. Um, and I was like, okay, well, nothing's happening, whatever. And then uh, I remember that we prayed. There were some things that happened. And I said, no, I still feel the same way, Lord. And I remember that it was lunch break. And I said, okay, God, I'm here. But I still feel the same. And if, if they're saying there's freedom, I don't feel freedom. So when we come back from lunch, I, I cried. Everybody had left to, to the uh to the cafeteria and I say God if you are really gonna do something I don't want to go back to Houston the same way so I go back I go to the cafeteria and here is there is Betty Jones and her, uh, her friend Pat and they called me and like, hey you so I look, we like, yeah, like we don't know why, but the Lord highlighted you to come, in. and we're gonna do an illustration about deliverance, and but we're, you're gonna have to be vulnerable, and you're gonna have to be open. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do that, but okay. But I say, oh my God, you're not gonna believe it. I just pray that to the Lord. And I remember I told that to Betty. I'm like, just promise me something, and she's like, they're like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to go back to Houston and y'all going to set me free. And they're like, sweetie, as a piece of cake. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, but, you know, they have so much faith. And I'm like, okay, Lord, they're going to do something. So sure enough, the, you know, they call me up front, they ask me questions, and then I'm like, well, I'm like, well, what's wrong with me? I don't think nothing, you know, like nothing's attached to me. But then it reminded me, the Lord reminded me about that scripture that we are masters. Whoever we are, you know, whoever we listen to, that's our master. So I kept, it's a continual habitual sin that I kept going and drinking and I felt bad. I'm like, Lord, I I don't want to drink. I don't want to get drunk. I don't want to numb this pain. I don't want to feel lonely. I don't feel love. And God that day uh, used Betty Jones and her friend Pat and they set me free. I did. I I I didn't think there were some things attached to me. Uh, It was a a totally awesome experience. I'm like I didn't know this was attached to me, but the Lord set me free that day. So ever since that day, I am free. I can totally say that I'm free. I am free. I'm sober. I can praise God. Now I can
13: really dance like David. I didn't care. I was shy, but not anymore, all to the glory. Amen. 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 Yes, thank thank Hallelujah. Thank so sure <laughs>
0: God you, bless, you. bless us and to You know, are we are a sure little blue light. light. It's, it's, on. light. It's, it's all done in our light on. I don't to show his to encourage oh. others and to build your faith. But to build okay. others' faith okay. too, that God is alive and real and he loves Amen. you
4: and He wants to do you. So help me you, welcome if you want,
13: Evangelist. Hallelujah. Praise God hallelujah thank you for coming thank you for being here God wants to do something God is a doing God y'all may be seated I've been in the deliverance ministry for a little over 50 years when I got saved uh, I needed deliverance yes my spirit man was saved Uh, the problem is not in your spirit man you are spirit but you have a soul and you live in a body So we come to Jesus just like we are. He receives us just like we are. But he does not leave us like we are. He begins changing us from glory to glory and faith to faith and strength to strength. So when I came to Jesus at 26, I was an alcoholic. And so when I got saved that night in the Little Baptist Church in Lamarck, Texas, I lived in Santa Fe for about seven or eight years. And then we moved to somewhere down in Lamarck area. And I went to a little Baptist church there and that's where Jesus found me. I'd been in church all my life. I knew about God. I was in church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, choir practice, everything. But I did not know Jesus. I was churched, but I was not Christed big difference we got a whole lot of people that are churched and they know church doctrine but they don't know Jesus and I was one of those and so when I got saved that night I'd been drinking all day I was an alcoholic I drank from the I poured cereal drinking wine don't tell me you can't get saved you can get saved in a hot mess we all come to Jesus in a hot mess, and I was a hot mess. I went home, poured all the alcohol out. Now, I hadn't gone through deliverance. The only thing that was saved is my spirit. When you're saved, that's the part of you that gets saved. We're saved. We're being saved, and we will be saved. Okay, so it's, yes, you have the first is your spirit man gets saved. That is not where demons live. That's not. They don't live in your spirit, but they can live in your soul. They can live in your mind, your will, your emotions, and they can live in your flesh. That's where the battle is. The battle is not in your spirit. And a lot of people walk away from deliverance and say, that can't be so because I'm a Christian. I cast demons out of pastors. Amen. Just because you hold a microphone and pastor a church doesn't mean that they're in a demonic oppression that has attacked you or that could live in you. My great grandmother was a white witch. My dad was 32nd degree mason. So I had witchcraft on both sides of my family. I was an alcoholic. I was angry, just an angry, angry woman. Uh, messed up marriage, messed up life, messed up mind, filthy mind. I mean, I had a lot of baggage when I came to Jesus. Now, salvation took place in my spirit. I quickly got baptized in the Holy Ghost. And the Baptist church felt like... I mean, I love Baptists. Hey, a lot of people we are going to find them in heaven because of the Baptist church. Yeah. Glory to God for the revelation of salvation. That is the most important thing. But I got filled with the Holy Ghost and they felt like I'd be happier at another church. And that was okay. I didn't know. I was, Hey... I didn't know I just got born again and I didn't know and I wasn't gonna uh, come against uh, the doctrine they were teaching and I loved them and I wasn't gonna cause any strife and division so I went on down to the Assembly of God Church a woman showed up at my door Uh, she was actually our babysitter she went to church with us she loved the Lord tongue talker whole nine yards she was babysitting our four daughters while we went to a movie and when I came home, she said, can I talk to you? And I said, sure. I just thought she needed counseling. I had my little Bible. We went on in the prayer room. I mean, we're all there. And all of a sudden, she stands up. Her eyes turn red. Her hands come out. And she starts walking toward me like Godzilla. And, she, and a man's voice took her voice over. And she said, now, I knew this woman. We prayed together. She was in our prayer team. She was in the Bible studies. And a demon uh, was in her. And it had an assignment to kill me. She walked toward me and in a man's voice said, I'm going to kill you. And I picked up my Bible. being the I, I had never seen a demon. Uh, at that point, I didn't know about demonology. I had never studied it. I had never run across a demon. They're, in, they're all in Africa. That was my, my, that was my belief. And they all live in Africa, and they're somewhere across the border in Mexico. But they're not in the United States. And so that was what I thought. And so when I picked up my Bible and I screamed, in Jesus' name, stop. And she stopped. It was the greatest revelation I've ever had about the, the wonderful name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. And that in the name of Jesus, you can arrest a demon. Yes. In the name of Jesus, you can declare sickness to bow. Yes. In the name of Jesus. I mean, we represent the kingdom of God, and the first thing we represent him in is his name. Amen. Demons know it. The church mostly doesn't know it. That when we use the name of Jesus, we're not an audience, we're an army. Church isn't to be an entertainment center, it's to be an equipping center. It's not to be a hospital. Yes, the sick come, yes, the bound come, but they're not supposed to stay that way. So because we have moved deliverance over in a, in a hidden room behind a locked door, we don't really ever see the power of the Holy Ghost arrest a demon. We don't see it. I don't think we've had church till one slithers down the road here. And we're having church. That is the world I live in. But it began because God in His humor used a woman that didn't know anything but the Holy Ghost taught me quickly in the name of Jesus. Stop. Well, she stopped. And I said, well, in the name of Jesus, sit down. And she sat down. Her eyes were still red. She was still growling at me. It was really actually very frightening. We're laughing about it today, but I didn't know anything. And I said, and I quickly called my pastor. And I said, I need your help. He said, get her in the truck. And I said, well, in the name of Jesus, come with me into my truck. Seriously, we went to the truck, buckled her in. He said, now, Betty, buckle her in like, all right, I will do that. I took her to the church. We took both of us to get her into the church. She was still foaming at the mouth. She was still growling. Uh, She was pretty much out of it mentally. You know, it wasn't like she was talking to us. The the demon had just moved her vo- voice box. Up. Now I know, 50 years later, how to handle all that, but I didn't know at the time. We get her inside the church and we sit her in the chair, and I looked at uh, uh, Pastor Joe Barnes. He's with Jesus now, and I said, "Well, I don't know what to do." He said, "Well, God wants you to learn," and I said, "Well, okay." I said, "He said, what do I?" Do? I said, "What do I do?" He said, you tell that demon in the name of Jesus to loose her. You tell her in the name of Jesus that she can be free of that demon. That that is a demon that is there illegally. It does not own her. She's not his house. She's not his home. And in the name of Jesus, you come out of her right now. And I said, well, that sounds good. So I walked over to her. We had her in a chair. Everything was calming down. And I thought, oh, okay, we got this. Wow, and when I said in the name of Jesus, I tell you and order you to loose this woman of God. Well, she fell out on the floor like a dead woman, foaming again, here we go. That's why the buckets are here. That's why the scottails are here. Don't get alarmed, sometimes demon foam. Sometimes they erp out of you, depending on how long they've been embedded. But they're not embedded in your spirit man. That's right. They're not embedded in, they're embedded in your flesh man. They can live in an organ. Demons can live in a bar of soap. Yes. Demons can live in a tree. Demons can live in a dog. They can live in a cat. They'd rather live in you. That's right. Now, you say, I'm a Christian. I cannot have a demon. That's the, uh, listen, don't do deliverance on lost people. Demons already have them. That's right. Who are we going to do deliverance on? Christians. You're going to do it on the believers. Yes. They are tormented. Yes. They're on so anti, many antidepressants. Yes. We have learned to medicate a demon and not meditate. Come on. We have learned to medicate and not command. That's what we have learned. Yep. Yep. The church as a whole is a referral station. Well, let me refer you to this psychiatrist and this psychologist and this hospital and this, 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 and this. And I'm not against any of it. There's some people who really does need to be on meds. But you've really got to be careful because demons hide in those psych meds. Been in this 52 years. I know what I'm talking about on certain things. I don't have all the answers. But I'm available to help people get free. People are tormented. They are literally tormented. We dealt with a little 10-year-old child just yesterday, a little girl. And she didn't want to live. She wanted to die. And you think, well, a demon can't attack a child. Of course a demon can attack a child. A demon can attack a baby. That's true. Demons don't wait till you're 21 That's to right. attack you. That's right. Demons can come two ways. One, by legal right. If, if there's, there's really simple things about demons. Number one, you either have one or you don't. And that's the truth. You either have one or you do not. Say that. I either have one or I don't. Now we're not going to try to conjure one up. But if you either have one or you do not have one. Second thing about demons. If you do have one. It is there through a pathway. Either generationally or known sin. Trauma or drama, something happened to you, and a great event happened in your life, and at that moment, like a real bad car wreck, and a spirit of, if you don't get that spirit of trauma out, that person is never the same. They don't understand that a demon comes at those points of trauma and drama, Demons have assignment. They're just not roaming around with no assignment. Demons have assignment. A demon of death has an assignment over you to kill you. A demon of death can be homicidal or suicidal. It can go either way. It just depends on your personality. I was not suicidal. I was homicidal. The first demon they cast out of me was murder. Because I was raised in an abusive home. I had a very controlling mother and a very passive dad. Good people. But I grew up with tons of rebellion. And I was very, very, very rebellious. And I went the way of the world. So I had known sin. I had generational uh, demonic entities that came down through the bloodline. But that you don't cast out a curse. You break a curse and cast out the demon. Okay, so once you understand spiritual warfare. Now look, I do two and a half day meetings on spiritual warfare. I do two and a half. uh, It takes about two and a half days to come into a church and really get taught enough to where you can kind of go out and apply it. A meeting like this, we got five minutes. Okay, it's 10 to 12. And I always honor the, I do, I honor the time limit. But listen, it takes time to understand spiritual warfare. and We need to go through boot camp. I have a boot camp in our church. And we've been working with some for four years. And these were people who've been in tr- drugs, been in prison 20 years, 10 years, 9 years, fourth time felon, prostitutes out from the river bridge. And i tell you, we take these precious people, And they've been on meth. They are so drugged up when they come into church. They don't know if they're male. They don't know if they're female. they are so got such a spirit of confusion on them and delusion and deception. Because we're in the last days. And that's what the church is going to have to deal with. We're going to have to be equipped to deal with the demonic. We can no longer shove it. How many of y'all... In the corner, how many of you saw come out in Jesus' name? There was a documentary on Greg Locke, a Baptist pastor that was baptizing a little eight-year-old girl on a Sunday morning. The demon started manifesting through the little eight-year-old girl. She comes up out of that water hissing like a snake and spitting like a frog. He didn't know how to help her. And this whole movie is about the documentary that happened three years ago. He had a little country church in Tennessee. And he, he was a cessationist. He taught against deliverance. He taught that deliverance was not for today. When the last apostle died, all that went away. There's nobody here needs any de- deliverance. We're all okay. That's not so, people. That's not so. People are hurting People are hurting, people are hurting. And they don't know why they're hurting. They've always got this feeling of rejection. And and the rejection and the loneliness and the hopelessness and the helplessness drives you to drink or drug. Or it drives you to sex. We've got 86% of the church, 86% of the church, latest statistics, that are watching pornography, filthy movies, cousin like sailors 86% pornography is at an all time high and if you're not watching hard porn there's soft porn there's all the romance books out there that's soft porn and then your commercials are almost hard porn I mean, it's in your face. You're not sure what they're advertising. I mean, it's just ear gate, eye gate, mouth gate, touch gate. So we've got to understand spiritual warfare. It's not about the demon. I don't give two rats rumps about that demon. He's defeated. You don't glorify a demon. But we need to be taught... On how to set the oppressed free. We are sons of God. We are not the son of God. We are sons of God. We are the devil's master because we have the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost, we have the blood of Jesus. We have the living word of God. Let me tell you what. The word of God does not become that sword till it comes out your mouth. And until you say in the name of Jesus, I wake you up and I command you to line up, get up in order of your rank. And you stand before me. And when I give the command and I tell you to go, you will go. Now I didn't start out that way. My first person that was slithering around on the floor, I, don't, I didn't know then what I know now. But I've sharpened the sword. And I wasn't afraid to jump in the waters of freedom. It's about that person getting free. I was in Boston uh, two months ago. And I was in the Brazilian churches. There's a lot of Brazilian churches. They all speak Portuguese. They don't speak English. So I had an interpreter, and all we were doing was praying in tongues. I had the microphone, I had everybody just took the mic, they didn't know me, I didn't know them, didn't know who was what and what was who. Just been invited to go up to there and I said, let's go. And so I took two interns with me that we had been developing for four years. And me and Pam, we went up to Boston. We were praying in tongues, praying in tongues. That was the only instruction I had, praying in tongues, praying in tongues. So we're all praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues. Everybody, come on, come on, everybody pray in tongues. I was up there going, okay, pray, pray, pray. Come on, everybody pray in tongues. We start praying in tongues. The lady to my left fell out on the floor like a dead woman. Just went, boop. <laughs> Seriously, no command given. Praying in tongues agitates the demons. Praying in tongues does not get a demon out, but it'll agitate a demon. It'll make them nervous, it'll make them afraid, and it'll make them manifest. Demons like to stay hidden, they don't want you to know they're there. And you think, well, little Johnny couldn't possibly have a demon. He's my sweet little Johnny. But at every morning, 3 a.m., he has a night terror. And then all of a sudden, he starts talking like he doesn't want to live. Now, is that a demon or is that little Johnny? That's a demonic entity that has visited him in his sleep. I deal with it almost every day. I get 911s, SOSs. I don't know what they are. I mean, I do my best uh, and I do Zoom calls. A woman in Colorado, somebody gave her my name and she got my number and Anyway, she calls and she had already been locked up in an insane asylum for a week. And she said, a voice tells me to kill my four-month-old baby. And so they locked her up for a week and they put her on all kind of meds. She comes home for about five days, six days. And all of a sudden, this thing visits her again and tells her, get a knife and hurt your baby. They lock her back up and they put her on what? More meds. So she do not have any fight in her. Because she's, she's drugged up. Demons have to numb and dumb a nation to take it. Because we've been dumb and numb. And we hadn't had our swords out. We've had our knitting needles out. Most prayer teams, I can tell you, your prayer team's not a knitting needle prayer team. Y'all aren't knitting needle people. I go into churches and their prayer teams are knitting needles. And they don't know what to do with me and I don't know what to do with them. I'm not on a cruise ship. I'm on a warship. That's where I'm at. So the first woman fell out. We were I said, pray some more in tongues. I just left her on the floor. I, I'm, listen, I'm 77 so I didn't want to get down on the floor with her. And so I can get down pretty good, but it's that getting up. And so I put my foot on her. She was crawling around, wiggling around, screaming. And so I just put my foot on her, and I had my intern with me. To be an intern for us, you have to have 18-inch biceps. I don't want my thigh to be bigger than their body. And so the intern was there. And I put my foot on her back, and I said, "Put your foot on her." I said, "Now command that demon to come out of her." I said, "Go ahead, Lorenzo, command it to come out." So, I, you know, you got to teach other people to do. You know, you got to equip the body of Christ. And they go, "Well, I, well." And of course, Lorenzo's cast out many, many demons now. But I turned it over to him at a at a meeting. He was totally out of his element. And I said, Cast that thing out. Command it to bow. Command it to come out quick. Tell that demon to hurry up. And so he goes after that thing. He's going after this one on the very back row. This was just two months ago. On the very back row, a little what lady weighs less than you. Tiny lady. The body I dream of. (laughs) She jumps up on the back row and begins to roar like a wolf. Her arms went out. She be- kind of bent over and started to charge me. I mean, here she is. All we were doing is praying in tongues, right? But we agitated the demon. The demons got nervous. We're in Macumba territory when you're in Brazilian church. Because uh, I sit Macumba and Palo Mayombe. And we had agitated those witchcraft devils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know who was what and what was who in the church. I didn't know who the pastor was. We just flew in and landed. And uh, I said, well, hey, I'm in for a dime. Let's go for a dollar. So that one back there comes up. And I mean, she's growling. She's, I mean, this... This demon was mad, and it was speaking in a demonic tongue at me. And I said, I silence you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I command you to loose this woman. Loose her now. I didn't know if she was saved. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about her. I just commanded the demon. I arrested the demon, told it to be quiet, and come out of her. Yeah. And so she started, huh, 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 bucket, bucket, come on, get the bucket, hurry up. I was at a meeting the other day, just the other day, and um, they didn't have the buckets ready. and we We're wiping up mess on the floor. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason for the buckets. We try to save the carpet. Somebody said, well, the buckets aren't in the Bible. <laughs> Those were <after> a <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you, sister. <laughs> when I go to Africa once a year, we, don't, uh, we gave up on the buckets a long time ago. We just send them out in the yard. They they urp out the window. Demons come out the front door of your house, which is your mouth. And when you take deep breaths and cough, the demons come out. If you want them. If you want to keep your demon, you'll keep the demon. That's right. The demon you love is the demon that loves you. But you got to hate sin. She jumps up and she starts screaming. See, you were sick and tired of being in the... Si- the way you were. You say, well, I'm saved. I can't possibly have... Uh -uh." (laughs) That's not so. I deal with pastors. I deal with people that have large churches. And they're bound. Jesus loves them.
1: Yes, He does.
13: But they never cut off the generational curses from their past. You say, well, I'm saved. All curses were, you know, uh, I get Galatians 3.13. That's your spirit man. That's not your your soul man. There are generational curses that come down, generational iniquity, generational sin that comes down. Iniquity is the bend to sin. Your daddy was an alcoholic. His daddy was an alcoholic. And then guess who what? You know, you've had five suicides in a family. Do you think that could possibly be a generational demon? Yes. Absolutely. It's the bend to go that way, to think that way. See, my bend was not suicide. My bend was homicide, because I had such anger. I had such rebellion. I was external. Suicide, people that go into the suicide thought patterns, they're internal. They don't love themselves. They hate themselves. They don't love themselves. They hate themselves. Homicidal hate somebody else. So there's a lot, the church, we've got to understand about freedom. It's not about demons. It's about freedom. But you've got to understand how demons operate before you can set somebody free. Yes. You've got to understand, and I have some papers to hand out. If y'all would help me, if you, I don't know how many, how far this is going to go. We're surely not going to get to this book today. Okay, if y'all could help me, and I think I have my own. Uh, The materials on the back row back there on the table, they're free. I don't charge for them. So they are free, so you are welcome to take them until they're gone. This is my first book. Uh, This is 52 years of doing deliverance. There might be something in here that might help you set somebody free. I have the deliverance prayer on page 238. I would mark that page. You don't know what you're doing. You've got somebody that's demonized. They're not possessed. A Christian can have a demon, but a demon can't have a Christian. Remember that. We've got to understand that. Page 238 is the deliverance prayer. You do not know what you're doing. It's your first demon. Here it is. And you're it. Go to page 238 and start commanding. And after every paragraph, have them take a deep breath and cough. Well, you say, well, the deep breath and cough is not in the Bible. No, I've just had some people choke. Because there are demonic nests and it's slimy. Listen, you can go eat chicken fried steak and come in for a deliverance meeting and never throw up food. It's not food. It's slime. It's the demonic nest. Now, I don't care if slime comes out or not. I don't care. I do not care. I've seen demon manifest and they never leave. All I care about is that person getting free. That child getting free. That child getting free. We deal, Gina and I deal with a lot of children. Well, that mother, the demon was whispering in her ear, hurt your baby. So I said, look, all you can do is get on Zoom. So let's have a Zoom meeting. She gets on Zoom. I get on Zoom. We're all on Zoom. Hubby's over here with the little baby. She's on in the camera and I'm on the other end. And I talked to her for a few minutes and I said, this is a demon. This is not you. Sweetheart, this is not you. It is a demon. It is a lying spirit that has living in your mind. It is a demon assigned to ruin and destroy your whole family. But this is not you. It's a demon. And she started to cry. I said, oh, hallelujah, we're getting somewhere. Okay, a lot of times when you start going through deliverance, you'll start yawning a lot. You'll start crying a lot. You'll start shivering. You'll start shaking. It's kind of like a rocket ship fixing to take off. Well, that thing is getting nervous. Hallelujah. That doesn't bother me. Let's rock and roll. Okay? And I said, now I'm going to command that demon to come out of you. I said, do you want it gone? She said, yes. I said, I'm not going to say how did he come in, how long you been there, what's your name. I don't have time for that. I used to do deliverance like that, and it would take me five hours to get you free. And then God said, you want me to teach you how to do this? I said, that would be awesome. Holy Ghost, teach me. The Holy Ghost will teach us. If we have a burden for the lost, we have a burden for the sick, we have a burden for the bound. God, use me. I'm a soldier in your army. God, use me. Lord, I want to die in the harvest field. I want to be strong. You're not strong. We're strong in the Lord. But El Shaddai is more than enough. But on page 238, it's in here. I commanded that demon. I said, look at my eyes. Look at me. Don't take your eyes off me. And that woman began to look at me in the the Zoom. I was looking at her. And I said, I wake that demon up in the name of Jesus. I commanded to get out of hiding now. And all of a sudden, I saw it. I saw it just like it was just a quick thing in her eye, kind of peeking at me behind her pupil. And I said, whoop, there you are. There you are. Now I said, sweetheart, start taking deep breaths. I said, let's release that demon. And when you cough, you're going to evict it so she won't choke. Okay? When That's it. That's it. Well, she took deep breaths and that thing, listen, I never cast that one quite that close on Zoom. And I, I might near fell over in the chair, might near tumped my chair over. Because when that thing out and what came out of her, And it plopped on that table. Looked like a bowl of bloody spaghetti. It just came out. Came out in a wad. I've seen it come out in green slime, black slime, clear slime, no slime. I don't care. When you command a demon, it has to go. When you command a demon to loose you, it has to go. It has to. Spirits of depression, insanity, suicide, guilt, shame, blame, fret, regret, depression. I think I named that one. Uh, Rejection, like you. Spirit of pain, spirit of epilepsy, spirit of misery, spirit of infirmity. Now, in that what I just handed out, don't forget page 238. Now that woman is not locked up anymore. And that woman's wanting to have another baby. Those demons want to interrupt your life to the place you can't live it. They want to lock you up in your bedroom to where you don't even come out. You've got so much fear that people can't drive. People can't function. People are afeard, afeard of everything. That's a demon of fear. And a spirit of fear has torment. People say, well, I've got to get to Betty. No, no, I am not your white witch. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't glorify me. Yes, right. It is not me. It is the king in me. Yes. And maybe I've just... well oh, ripped my... I, I, I ripped it off, baby. I don't even have pockets today. That's okay. well, so help good. me out. Okay. Fix it. You're good. But, but I tell you, Deliverance is going to be the ministry of the last days. We're bringing deliverance from the back burner to the front burner. Do you all understand that? There is a revival of deliverance because there's no revival without deliverance. Now you may have an outpouring, but when you have a Holy Ghost revival, i tell you there's going to be deliverance. Because there are going to be demons shaking, nervous, afraid, and they're going to come out. So as the church begins... To move as an army and not an audience, you're going to see people starting to get free. You're going to see our meetings totally, totally. There'll be no empty chairs. I'm telling you, you're not going to be able to build it fast enough. It'll bust at the seam when signs, wonders, and miracles start happening. Because the church starts believing we really believe we can tread on serpents and on scorpions we really believe that we can pray over our grandchildren we can pray over you your children you lying devil in the name of jesus you listen to me you obey my command now you lose my daughter you lose my son you lose him right now in the mighty name of jesus and then start having them take deep breaths Pray that prayer on page 238. It'll do till you get your own prayer. That's John Ramirez's prayer. John Ramirez was 25 years as a warlock. So he knows that side of the desert and he knows this side of the mountain. And that man knows how to cast out devils. And we think we've got it figured out. Well, I just don't like John Ramirez's style. Well, I just don't like Betty's style. She's too loud. I am. I, I am. I don't like her. She's too. She's a strong cup of coffee. I am espresso, sister. I'm not. I'm not coffee. I'm whatever they call those things. Three shots of double espresso. Listen, the world, Gina, the crocodiles, Gina, and I run around with. We swam in them all day yesterday. I said, Gina, she won't even tell me the schedule. She said, just be downstairs at 8.30. (laughs) I said, okay, or eight, whatever. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, break for lunch, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. We stopped doing sessions at five o'clock yesterday afternoon. One person right after another. I can't do all private sessions. And I said, tell them to come to the meetings. Tell them to come to the meetings. There's not enough of me. You've got to honor the gift that God sends you. When the fivefold ministry shows up, it is to perfect the saints and edify the body of Christ and build them up and make them strong. And we're supposed to be supporting the fivefold ministry. I have this one last book. If didn't, somebody didn't get one, you didn't get one. You raised your hand first, so I give it to you. That's all I got. That's all I got, folks. Uh, I have one more book. Now, I want you to go to the paper I just gave you. I don't have time to teach a class. We need a paper. I'll give you this one when I get through with it. I need one to kind of go over. Okay, if I was y'all, if you want to know anything about freedom, I would put three holes in this thing and put it in a notebook. I would go into Office Max and laminate it. It is easy information. You can lead someone through deliverance with this little packet. You can take somebody through. Listen, we've got to be bold. We've got to be bold. Seven times in the book of Acts, they said they prayed boldly. Yeah. God grant us our servants more boldness. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to get bold. Yeah. We've got to find our mask, our, our voice, and take our mask off. Yeah. Yeah. COVID was a good example of that. I'm out, I'm out. Right. Of it. Yep. To shut the body of Christ yeah. up yeah. and make you wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Silence your voice. Muffle your voice. It was such a prophetic sign to the church. Come on, people, don't be silent. Come on, church, wake up. Come on, church, fight back. Come on, church, that's what we did. Took us a while to figure it out. Some of us, it took a little longer to figure it out. This church figured it out. This group of people right here, you wouldn't be here if you hadn't figured it out. Okay, now flip open to the first Table of Contents. You've got to recognize the signs. We've got to recognize the signs. There are some signs to demonic oppression. Remember, Christians can have a demon, but the demon can't have the Christian. We can rebuke it, renounce it, repent of it, and we can get free. There's no demon above the name of Jesus. That woman on the back row, when she started charging, she was tumbling chairs over, kicking chairs, pushing people, flipping men like toothpicks. And she was coming at me. And Lorenzo was doing his best to catch her. He was trying to hold on to something. We were just hoping her clothes stayed on her. Because he was trying to grab her in places, I mean, he was just trying to grab her, but he was trying to not grab her in the wrong places. And so he was trying to do his best. And this thing was kicking him and screaming and knocking chairs over. And I tell you what, people got up out of their chair and lined up on the side of the wall. If that demon wasn't coming at them, who was he coming at? The authority in the room. Because I was the one wielding the sword. The word of God was coming out of my mouth. And I said, everybody pray in tongues. Everybody, everybody in this room, pray in tongues. So they started praying in tongues. And I said, Lorenzo, let her go. And he looked at me like, uh, let her go.
5: <laughs> like
0: you
13: will. <really? laughs> I said, let her go. You want to defy the living God? Come on. You want to defy God in me? Come on, come on, come on. God the Holy Ghost in me. Come on, woman, God. Jesus. And I said, No, you lose her. I said, Lorenzo, lose her. And she was free to do whatever she wanted to do. I said, you witchcraft devil. You witchcraft demon. You spirit of the witch fall to the ground. Bow, the God has answered you by fire. And she went to the, thank you Jesus. She went to the ground. Now that could have ended south, but it ended north, okay? Recognize the signs that someone is under a demonic attack. What's the first sign you're being attacked? Your sleep. Second sign. Your thoughts. Intrusive thoughts. Sleep. Insomnia is the first sign you're being demonically attacked. Second sign. Thoughts. Your thoughts. Why do you take all these pills? cuz you can't control your thoughts depression that is death in diapers it's a spirit of death it's just a baby demon and we tolerate it intrusive thoughts what's number 3 emotions out of control Heaviness, rejection, fear, emotions out of control. These are all signs you need deliverance. Number five, what is it? Or number four, negative habits. You're taking painkillers, legal drugs, illegal drugs. Demons don't care whether the drug is legal or illegal. They don't care. A drug is a drug and they hide in it. I had a demon talk to me in Corpus Christi. I mean, this thing was chattering like a magpie. And I said, how'd you get in? He said, diet pills. Interesting. Okay. Number five, your mouth. Your mouth. Cussing. Demons, chronic lying. Swearing, cursing, gossiping, criticism, blasphemy. Every demon wants you to damn God. If you have to leave, wave. Smile when you go out the door. I realize we're running late. Okay, one of the other signs we're going. Sex, perversion, spirit of, you have spirit spouses. If you've watched porn, you have a spirit husband or a spirit wife. They will wake you up in the middle of the night to go watch pornography. You're opening all your gates up. <laughs> Masturbation, I tell you, we've got little ears in here. But I tell you, it's, it's a sign you need deliverance. Sure sign. Okay? Church doesn't know this. Chronic sickness, that's the spirit of infirmity. Compulsive behavior, number eight. Having extreme restlessness when you get in the house of God. You cannot read your Bible. You can't pray. When you get in church, you want to leave. You go to the bathroom ten times. You can't sit still. You can't enter in. You're nervous when you're in a spiritual atmosphere. You don't like church. You can tell the level your kids have oppressed by how they love church. And they wouldn't go if you didn't drag them. That boy needs deliverance. That girl needs deliverance. We just think that's our kids. No, that's an antichrist spirit trying to take hold of our children. Number 10, generational. You're pre- repeating the same thing your mother and dad on either side did. Number two. Now, this is when you begin, if you have somebody in your chair. That begins to battle those things. They need what? Deliverance. deliverance. The first step in deliverance is what? It's not demon come out. If a demon manifests in this building, I'll deal with it. But the first step in deliverance is what? Repent. Repent. It's the highest level of freedom yeah. is repentance. You bring that person to repentance. You could have inherited demons from your ancestors. Demons can come down through the bloodline. You say, well, that can't happen because of Calvary. That took care of your spirit. But you've got a solical bloodline that you're going to have to take care of and cause those demons to go. Personal involvement with witchcraft, horoscope, yoga, martial arts, reiki. New Age, that's the modern day witch. Yes. Seances. They deposit spirit guides. Palm reading, carrot cards. Incantations. Watching horror movies. Paranormal movies. Video games. Where they're sitting all day long blowing people up. And we think our kids are going to be normal. No, they'll go to a school. Okay. Being unwanted at birth. They can be born with a spirit of rejection. Your mama didn't want you. Your daddy didn't want you. You're just a mistake. No, you got to do you got to lay hands on that baby and drive that spirit of rejection out. Amen. Or that baby'll grow up depressed. Unwanted at birth. A broken home. They've been abused. I was beaten. I was abused. And if you've ever been raped or molested or abused, trust me, you need deliverance. Amen. You need it. There's no doubt about it. Been doing this 50-something years, and I've never seen anybody rape that didn't have a demon. Because the demons enter at that moment. They do, and you got to kick them out. Now, let me tell you about demons. They, they, they come and go through sexual portals. Illicit sex before you got married. The demons in them. The demons in you. Harboring unforgiveness, that's probably the biggest thing we deal with. And there's prayers here uh, in the back. Committing an abortion, that's a demon of murder. If you've ever had abortion, Jesus forgives it. But you've got to kick out the spirit of what? Murder. And it's a blood sacrifice. We don't realize. We do stupid stuff. I've done stupid stuff and acted like a monkey. Okay, there's, there's no condemnation. There's forgiveness. Yeah. But we've got to deal with the baggage. We've got to flush the toilet. Yeah. That's deliverance. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Illicit sexual encounters. Consuming pornography. Stealing. Lying. Taking drugs. Inner vows. Words spoken by those in authority. Habitual, willful sin. We just had seven homosexuals come to our church. One has had the sex change. Has a full beard. Came down on a Wednesday night and received Jesus. Now, when those eagles land... The church has to know how to deal with it. Yes, there's grace. Yes, there's truth. And there's a tension between grace and truth. You can't just hit, clobber them over the head with truth. You extend them much love and grace. Grace always comes before, comes before truth. So we're working with them. Three have renounced that lifestyle. They have repented. What's the highest form of freedom? Repentance. They have repented. They have left their lovers and they have moved out or either the lover moved out. They have seen it as sin. They don't want that lifestyle anymore. We dealt with a bisexual the other day in Santonio. She's no longer a bisexual. We cast the demon out of her. She said, well, I don't think I have a demon. I said, oh, yeah, you do. You wouldn't be bisexual if you you didn't have a demon. This is a sexual demon, never met the woman before, gave her a word of knowledge, and I said, when you were raped at 16, that's when the demon came into you. She said, well, how do you know I was raped at 16? Were you? (laughs) Bingo. And right when she started crying, I said, all right, you wicked spirit. You lose this woman of God. She is called on the blood of Jesus. She is called on Jesus. And in the mighty name of Jesus, you come out of her sex organs now. And I'll tell you what, that girl fell and hid in the bucket for about an hour as those things just irped out of her. And I said, now, that was incest. That was a family member. Am I right or wrong? Because of the infestation. Incest will make a demonic nest. And you've got to go a little bit deeper if it's incest. Here's a prayer of repentance. You can find your own prayer. But I gave you one. Number three, release. you got to release those spirits. Here's prayers for forgiveness and releasing. I'm, I'm giving you the little book. Renounce. You renounce those demons. I've got all kind of renunciations in here. Breaking Ungodly Soul Ties. This is a great Bible study for you. Just learn it. Keep it. Keep it by your telephone when they call you. And you'll see, you'll be so smart. And you'll say, well, do you have trouble sleeping at night? Do you have intrusive thoughts? And you're just going down through your paper. And they'll think, Wow. And all you got is your little notebook. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because we got to get equipped. All right. Now we're going to renounce generational word curses. You can curse yourself. All right. I got the prayers in here. I got prayers in the two books I just gave you. I've got prayers. I've got whatever. Renounce. Self-imposed curses. I hate myself. I wished I was dead. I hate my mother. I hate my school. I hate my teacher. I say, you got a spirit of what? Hate. Well, I want to kill myself. What do they have? Don't question if it's a demon. Well, maybe it's not a demon. How do you know if it's a demon? If in doubt, cast it out. If it's not a demon, ain't nothing happening. That's
1: right.
13: What, what have you lost? Have them take deep breaths and cough and just see where the train leads. <laughs> Self imposed curses, curses spoken by those in authority, curses released by agents of Satan. Prayers against spoken curses. I've got it in here for you. Go home and take yourself through deliverance. Prayers against the spirit of fear. All right, keep going. Spirit of heaviness. I've got it in here. Spirit of lust. People say, well, I'm a believer. I don't have any lust. Those unclean devils. Mm. We had the 12-week Conquer series in our church, and I'm all for it. I love the Conquer series. 12-week series for men. They got a 12-week series for women. 12-week series for teenagers. Well, they were doing the men's downstairs, and it's a highly secret battle buddy thing. I mean, nobody, you know, you come... It's secret. That's so good. That's good. It's all private. And, uh, ex- you know, respect everybody's dignity. Well, this thing's been going on, been going on, and you're assigned a battle buddy. So this guy comes to me, and he said, Miss Betty, I'm worse off than I ever was. He said, I- I'm telling you what, they wake me up in the middle of the night, and I don't want to do that anymore. I'm saved. I'm married. I want to honor my wife. I don't want to betray her anymore. But this thing attacks me. And I said, who's your battle buddy? He told me, and I said, that man's gay.
0: My God, my God. Oh my God. That spirit
5: attached
13: to Love him. the man. Yeah. But the man is gay. Why are you worse off now than you were?
5: Come on, come on, come on. Come
13: on. Because we have no discernment. Come on, come on. And he said, well, can I have a private appointment? I said, I don't need one. Come on back here in this closet. <laughs> and I grabbed one of my 18-inch bicep people. <laughs> and I said, let's go back here and get this thing out not going to take three days in a mule. It's going to take the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost, the living word of God, with the righteousness of God in Christ, the blood of Jesus, and you bow your knee, you wicked, defeated devil. Now we're fixing to go through deliverance. And y'all can leave. If you leave, I know you're not mad. Prayers against the spirit of sickness. When I do this in Africa, let me tell you, we just take them out the yard. We can't even do it in the church. We go, when I start commanding, after I've taught, we just take them outside. Demons hang like apples off the tree in Africa. Why don't they do that in America? Because of sophistication and pride and unbelief and doubt. Thinking you don't have one. In Africa, they know they have one. And these are pastors. I'm working with pastors. There was not one pastor at the pastor's conference that did not get delivered. Not one. And there were 55 of them. Wake up, church. Spirit of Python. Spirit of bondage. And thank you, Pastor Vlad, for doing this. I didn't reinvent the wheel. That that man's casting out more demons than I ever thought about casting out. And I love his materials. I want you to raise your hand. I want everybody to stand up. You know, do I need I don't need this. I'm on with the lapel, right? I don't need a, a handheld.
10: I can hold it for you. No, I don't need it. If it's if this is on. This is recording.
13: Oh, that's recording.
10: I'm sorry. Hello.
13: You don't need the microphone. You need it. Hallelujah. I need the mic. Everybody stand up and raise your right hand. Say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready I'm born again again. Jesus Jesus. save me me. deliver me me. heal me me. me. Jesus Jesus. I'm ready ready. I am yielding my vessel to the power of the Holy Ghost Ghost. and in Jesus name name, I submit to God I submit my will, I submit my will, to, the will of God. to the will of God. Demons, do you hear that? Demons, do you hear that? I submit my feet, I submit my feet to, the path of God. to the path of God. Demons, do you hear that? You do not own me. I am not your house. I am not your home. I submit myself to the blood of Jesus Lord I'm, ready Lord, I'm ready for every wicked demon, every wicked demon. That, has that has come down through my bloodline and it lodged in my soul, in my, soul. In, my mind. in my mind, my will, my, will. my, emotions. my emotions, my personality. My personality. Or, it my or it could be living in my body. In the name above every name, in the name, above every name. I now command every demon that's been, me. that's been attacking me you wake up you, wake up. you, get, up. you get up and you line up, you line up. In, order of your rank. in order of your rank. I command you right now, you, right now. You, do you do not own me I close the third eye, the, third eye. The, eye the, the eye of the witch I close the third eye, the third eye. eye. You, will you will not talk to me you will not cause me to see through that devil eye, in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. And I command every witchcraft demon. I every witchcraft you, you, demon. Get right you get out of me right now. Go, go, go! go. 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 Get, out get out on me. Deep breath. Deep breath. Deep, 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 and cough. Witchcraft, go. Witchcraft, go. Come on, cough. Witchcraft, go. Witchcraft, go. Witchcraft, go. Witchcraft go. Witchcraft go. Go, go, I said. Go, come out of people. Go, go. Witchcraft in the bloodline. Witchcraft in the bloodline. In the name of Jesus. Loose my sister. Loose her. In the name of Jesus. Come here, sister, right here. I need somebody to hold her. I need somebody to hold her. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name above every name, every bloodline demon, every bloodline demon, every witchcraft demon that came down through your bloodline. This is a bloodline thing, every curse, every wicked spirit, every druid, every warlock, every wizard. In Jesus' name, I break every curse off your family line, the curse of poverty, the curse of hopelessness, the curse that runs from God. In the name above every name. Take a deep breath. I command you. I command you. I command you to come out of her. I command you. I command you. Hold her up. Don't let her go down. I command you. Deep breath. Blow it out your mouth. Blow it out your mouth. Deep breath, cough, 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 it'll go. Get out, get out, get out. You spirit of death that kills them young. You spirit of death that kills them young. You heart attack spirit, in Jesus' name, get out, get out. You don't own her. You don't own her. You get out of her. Get Get out, get out, get out. Hurry up, hurry up and get out of her. In Jesus' name, you spirit of sickness. You spirit of diabetes, you get out of her. Get out, get out. Go, go, go. Come on, come on, come on. He's not gone yet. Come on. You get out of her. You get out of her, you spirit of death. Go, 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 go. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. (laughs) 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 Now you'll be a little lightheaded. It's okay. Whoo-wee. You spirit of cancer, you get out of the bloodline. You get out of the bloodline. You get out of the bloodline. You demon. In Jesus' name. You lose this woman of God. Loose her family. In Jesus' name. Spirited Has anybody been dreaming of your own death? You dreamed you died. In your sleep, you dreamed you died. Anybody done that? Come here. There's a spirit of starvation on you.
5: I dream that my sister died.
13: You dreamed your sister died. Anybody, come up here right now. If you dream somebody died, family member, stay with her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That means you're being attacked by a demon of death. If you're suicidal, come up here. If, you, if you're homicidal, come up here over here in this, in this, this area. We're going to deal with them. We're going to deal with them. I need somebody standing with each person. Come on, you know who your leaders are. Come on, eva shikahate pa. I know time is running. In the name above every name, everybody up here that's being prayed for over a spirit of death, raise your hand. Raise both hands to God. In the name of Jesus. Now get ready. Somebody stand behind. Be alert. Sometimes they go down quick. This is a hard floor. Okay. In the name of Jesus, if you can hold them up, hold them up. Don't let them go, don't let them go. I want y'all to say, spirit of death, everybody in the building, spirit of death, in the name of Jesus, I break your assignment over me and my loved ones, my offspring, my grandchildren, I break the spirit of death in the name of Jesus, I command you, I break your 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 assignment, I command your assignment, to be broken. Don't you visit me in my sleep. Don't you visit me in the name of Jesus. I command you to loose me. Now you come out of my mind. You come out of my emotions. You come out of my will. I have submitted it to God. Now get out of me. Now. 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 Now, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. In through the mouth, out through the nose. Release those things. Release those things. In Jesus' name.